This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. That's all I have to say is yeah, baby. So yes. we, got, we got like a full house. So we'll start with Brittany. My name's Brittany Arneson and I'm an alcoholic. Oh, is that not the group? We're not in? the wrong group. Different deal. It's okay. Okay. Right. But, well, I mean, thank you for letting us know. Mm-hmm. That's uh, This is a safe space, so we're uh, glad you shared. Brittany Arneson, I'm here to be on the show. Now, next person. Hi, I'm Allie Washa, radio girl. What? <laughs> really? Girl? Jeez, why you me? You're a girl? Yeah, you're a, you're a God woman. God told me to take the day off, and I didn't listen. Yep. I should have. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you need me to introduce yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, Rudy Povich, also a washed-up radio person <laughs> and uh, also an alcoholic. So, wow. We're in wow, this we have a lot Also washed-up radio girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't even have to put in the girl or boy or person because everybody knows radio's washed up, so what's the difference? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Except, of course, for the Hubbard stations. Which, um, correct. they have enough money to support them. So correct. That's a big difference. It's your turn. What For what? Your introduction. F off. Leave me alone. You're probably right. We don't need it. Yeah, I mean, when I your name is, if your show is the name, that's fine. Just because my voice blends in so well with other humans. This is Mr. Bernard. Although when I was a kid, every time I called somewhere, they assumed I was black. Is that, does my voice sound black to you? Um. In a little way. <laughs> she didn't know how to answer that. And of course, question. when I was a little kid, I kind of did this too. Yeah, I just called you today because I need some help with some stuff. You know, you'd always whisper. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I always whispered when I was a kid. I, so I call it lazy mouth. Um, yes, lazy mouth. That's what it my is. My husband does it. Also, we were watching oh, does he? something. We were watching uh, Ted Lasso and one of the women on there. She goes, uh, what do you think? And it's like, you didn't open your mouth at all. Uh-huh. What's going on? There's a whole episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm about the quiet talker. Oh, is that right? It's, my daughter does the same thing. I'm like, hey, uh, what do you got going on today? I was thinking about probably going down. <laughs> yeah. She, speak up! Exactly. I am speaking up, Dad. This is yeah. all I t- oh. I'm screaming at you, Dad. Yeah. It drives me insane. <clears throat> yeah. And he, um, she knows it. Yeah. And she leans into mm-hmm. it. It's all correct. So what did you guys do over the long weekend? I want to hear... Uh, Go-Go had her first birthday. Oh, that's right. I saw Aww. the pictures. And... I we had a we, we didn't do much because uh, her favorite thing ever is just when the dog looks at her. So I was like, why put a bunch of time and energy into this? Right. So I made a smash cake and uh, what's that now? It's just a cake you make. Well, you can buy it too, but you just let them have the whole cake and they just get to destroy it. Really? Yeah, I'll show you the video. It's so funny. <laughs> she. It's really yeah. It's super cute. But the yeah. smash cake thing is newer because I had to oh, ask somebody too. Smash all. cake. Yeah, basically so now, to destroying be food. Yes. Just, Why would you want them to destroy food? They just get their own because what they do, yeah, like, but, you don't want them to, like, be yeah, able to play with it. It's their first. Because the, the adults want to eat cake, too. That's the problem. Everybody wants to eat cake. Oh, so everybody gets their own cake? Yeah. Yeah, and I made oh, side cake for everybody else. <clears throat> and I kind of... Excuse me. I kind of ruined it, though, because Not I didn't you. want... I didn't want her to have full-on frosting, so I tried mm-hmm. to make it myself and did, like, a yogurt cream cheese blend, and it was all melty. But she dug it. She didn't go crazy, but she did this thing instead of using her hands, she just leaned in and took a bite out of it. So this is this is why Brittany's in trouble because her daughter got a reaction from the entire crowd when God. she put her nose in the cake and gets a little frosting oh, yeah. on her nose. Everyone oh, goes, yeah. "Oh my God, that's cute!" And she realized it clicked in her mind. You yeah. can watch it click in her mind. Yeah, it's bad. And then she does it again to get the laugh, and I was like, "Uh oh!" Oh no, we're oh, yeah. huge. She's 
she keeps doing that. You're spot on. Every time yeah. she makes anyone laugh, she just does it oh, again. Yeah. She's, oh, absolutely. And we're in huge You're trouble. You're in trouble. You have a daughter like you. We're going to steer her away <laughs> from oh, radio. God. We're going to steer her into... Now i got to work with her in like 20 years. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, look who's here. That's great. It's Go-Go. Great. How you doing, Go-Go? me with my spawn. Um, I love it. I actually... My daughter may never talk to me again because I introduced her seven-year-old daughter. Her birthday was on, uh, what, 26. Friday? Yeah. 26, yeah, whatever the 26 was. Yeah, Friday. I forgot. But we took her to dinner, and they didn't have cake. So I said, <gasps> you don't want cake anyway. So I introduced her to Bananas Foster. Oh. My daughter now hates my guts because that's all she has for every day. Can we have Bananas Foster again today? No. You get Bananas Foster about every 10 years. That's you about get it, like, it, on yes. a cruise ship on a Friday. <laughs> on the last it. day, they like come out. Da, 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 da. She destroyed. Well, first of all, because she's seven now, she's much wiser. So she orders like... Key lime pie. And I said, honey, you're not going to like key lime pie. Yeah. Because children's taste buds are so sharp. Yeah, yeah. I said, it's not going to work for you. Maybe when you get older. Yeah. She took one bite and said, ugh. I know, right? So then I said, the bananas foster, and now Alex hates me. Yeah, because it's not something you can casually make. <laughs> don't don't you? Isn't that on fire? Like, don't they put you, yes, foster yes. on fire? Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. do this too. They go, <laughs> so the flame goes way high. <laughs> it's really cool, actually. Uh, we had a great time. We, you know, it's so great though because there's a one and a half year old, a four year old, and a seven year old. I can't believe. So they said, seven. "Here's your room and shut the doors." It was great. Mm-hmm. We had our own little room so they could make as much noise as they wanted. And they like oh, put a perfect. tarp down. Oh, they definitely made some noise too. I'll tell you that. They should have put a tarp down. I know. The sweetest thing though, and I'm only I'm not going to say where I was or whatever, but actually we had the sweetest person serving us, right? And I got to be honest with you. Because my mother was a was a diner waitress for yeah. fifty three years, mm-hmm. I like waitress or waiter better than server. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that server thing they got going mm-hmm. out. I'm serving you. Yeah. Oh, am I? I think okay. I agree. As I, when I was a server, we just called ourselves servers. Yeah. Right. Can we just a waiter? Can I just be a waiter? waiter? Yeah. Yeah. Waiter. Like, I'm sick of having to figure out which because waitress sounds like I'm. Playing the part of a waiter. I don't know why. It sounds silly. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Flight yeah. attendant, get rid of that too. Yeah. yeah. I want, what is it now? I want stewardess or steward. That's right. Yeah. Stewardess. It used to be stewardess. I remember that. No question about it. Uh, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, so, oh, I, I wanted to tell you one thing. Um, my brother Tony told me about this show. It was called, maybe you guys have seen it. It just came out, I think, about a month ago, and now it's finally on streaming. Okay. It's called. A, what is it, A Small Light? Yeah, it's called A Small Light. Hmm. It's a story of Meep, and Meep was the friend of Anne Frank and her oh, family. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, is that show good. This okay. woman, her name is like Billy Boulay, I believe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you know Billy Boulay? Yeah, I, I know you're talking about, yeah. God, so that's how you say your name? Mm-hmm. Yep. She is incredibly good in that show. Oh, she's great. She's in a bunch of stuff. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah, she's so, she's in the Diary of a Teenage Girl, and then um, she was in King of Staten Island. She's been in a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff lately. Mm-hmm. She's so beautiful. Lee Schreiber's yeah. in this too, huh? Lee Schreiber's in it. Yeah, yeah there are a lot of people. Oh, I'm wow. telling you, the acting is just phenomenal in this show. Is it a series or a movie? It's a series, eight-part eight series. Okay. But I haven't found any of it funny so far. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> You're waiting for the they're, big they're laugh. Waiting for yeah. the big build-up. Yeah. Big yeah. build-up. Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! The Nazis are here. But it's honest, on Hulu, though. It is on Hulu. Yeah. Yep, Hulu and somewhere else, but I can't remember. But yeah, we're watching it on Hulu. Cool. I honestly, because I don't usually like really depressing shows, mm-hmm. but they're doing such a brilliant job of presenting it. You don't get depressed, you get pissed off mm-hmm. because people would treat each other that way. Yes. And the amazing thing is, without the you know gas chambers, thank God, we're back in that mode where you, let's just treat everyone like shit. What is mm-hmm. that now? I don't know. Do you get that? Why is everybody so mean to everybody else? I, I just don't understand what the upside. Why don't you be pleasant? First of all, would you give anybody the even idea that you were pissed off at them. I wouldn't give you the time of day. Am I, I in my car, Tom? Well, yeah, by yourself. <laughs> then you're, then you're yeah. fine to go. But I would never admit to someone that I hate you or I... I'm talking to both of you. You've oh, got yeah. so many tells. You what so tell? Many like tells. what? Like what? Get away from me or I'll kill you, that one? You Is get that a real... Tell? When Tom gets real quiet... Oh, yeah, that's true. Real problem. Oh, so you're like me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Allie's the real same quiet. way. Yeah. Allie shuts down, but mm-hmm. you guys shut down. Yours is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if I get you really quiet, that's You're very not similar. That's so funny. I've never <laughs> thought about that until you guys are sitting next to each other. You both shut down. Because yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm so mad. There's you know only, what I mean? There are two times when I shut down completely. Yeah. Uh, one is because I'm so pissed off I don't want to talk to anybody. And the other is that Brittany won't stop talking anyway. So I got no room <laughs> so to talk. So all the time. So she doesn't know that you're time. shutting down. No, she has no idea that yeah, I'm shutting yeah, yeah. down because, yeah. and here's another thing. It is another what thing. What are you drinking, by the way? Um, black coffee. And you brought some for everyone? I asked, and I've already asked you a million times. I don't think I heard a word on the okay. way in this morning. Look at our no, last text. I ask you every time, and you always go, no thanks, because you are Mr... Diet Pepsi. I thought you were bringing your dogs in today. What happened? No, to I told you the dates I'm bringing what? them. Oh, it's different. You yeah. can bring your dogs in, and you didn't. Canine bring them Inspired in Change asked me to volunteer, Aww. and it's just down the street at 11 a.m. So I'm going to bring. Wait a minute. Did you just say Canine Inspired Change? Yeah, uh, I, I my dog home. was also a part of the group. I just can't. I oh got to go God. home. It's a fun volunteer Rudy, thing. Let's, go. let's I, just leave. I know therapy dogs. Well, I know. Well, <laughs> I need therapy. I actually good. have to leave earlier because I my group Cats for Climate. Have Cats for Climate. <laughs> later they got today. It, they got it dialed uh, in. Really. Yeah. I've met with them already. Hey, stop it right now. <laughs> Social justice warrior canines. Oh my god. <laughs> all it is. Isn't that unbelievable? Guys, it's a even... dog for Christ's sake. No, I'll be tell you what it is. So it's like therapy groups for uh, we've had disabled kids, kids that are struggling in school, and you just do these mm-hmm. confidence courses with them. Adult, adults with brain injuries. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have your you have your dogs go to these courses with mm-hmm. these people that are lacking in confidence or just kind of want to boost, and so it's like a class mm. that you do with kiddos or adults. You can actually see like a change in them afterwards. But it's, it's not like cool. we're out for there the like or worse. <laughs> usually for the better. It depends on like which dog they get. If they got my dog, it was like Depends. really varied. <laughs> They're wearing a hat. <laughs> it's really interesting about that, that that came up today because my brother came over and visited me. Uh, over the weekend. Oh, really? And we get, uh, you know, every time I get together with any member of my family, we get in an argument. Of that course. just happens every damn time. Of course. And you just realize, and Catherine said after he had left for the night, she said, you know, it's so amazing to watch you around a member of your family because you change completely. Uh-huh. There's this deep sadness and sorrow that just comes flooding out. 
Isn't that sad? You have to avoid wow. your... And I don't avoid my family, but I just... And they feel the same way I do. It's not that they make me feel that way. We all kind of... I think, we all I make think it's like other. triggers. Like you just... Yeah, you have, you yeah. have this, all these experiences yep. with them and they're all from your childhood yep. that you remember and that's how you are familiar with them as a child versus yeah. the adult version of them. It's how you related to them and yeah. it's kind of like you revert back to yeah. that. I mean, I even my yeah. mom, my, my, I hang out with my mom all the time. All of a sudden, I am a little more helpless around my mom. I'm like, will you cut this? <laughs> I did think of something very funny that happened that although I didn't know was funny, and I did laugh at the time, but then looking at life later, so my sister Bobby, who was a very funny person, I haven't seen her in years now, unfortunately, and that's part of the deal, too. I don't see a couple members of my family at all anymore and haven't for two decades because it's just too painful, right? Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Oh, it's, it's, I'm telling you, you don't want to mess with somebody whose family's in that deal because... You know, mm-hmm. but I'll never forget. They came and took my father away in a straitjacket. They took him to the institution and he was institutionalized because of mental illness for quite some time. But I'll never forget that because my dad is having a fit and they're putting him in a straitjacket to put him on the gurney to take him away. And we're all watching this. Everybody's home and he's just screaming and yelling and they're holding him down and blah, blah, blah. So now picture this, your own father screaming and yelling. They're wheeling him out of the house on a gurney. They're taking him to the mental institution. And my sister Bobby, who's seven years older than me, looks at me and goes, you know, Tommy, I think they think that our dad is nuts. (laughs) Now see, that's why I got into this business. It was probably that very day at seven years old. I went, hey, I wouldn't mind making a living up of being a wise ass like that. Okay, at that point, did you know your dad? What like? Did you know he was unwell, or did you oh, still was, want no. your dad to like love you? In are both was, things that was never going to happen. Yeah. My mm-hmm. father and I never got along. I think there, there was one time we got along in all the years that I that I was around him. What was wow. going on? What was happening when you guys got along? Um, I must have lent him money or something. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I was eight years old and he needed some cash. You I know, can see one that. of those deals. I, I can't believe they had you watch that. Like, no one put you in a room or something to watch. Like, was, yeah, I watch understand. Watch TV, what, listen to the radio. But we all just stood there and watched it happen. Wow. And it was weird. That's mind blowing. I will tell you, that was very, very weird. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, there were funny times because my mother's side of the family, that's where the, everybody got killed. My three, my three uncles got mm-hmm. killed. Uh, all relatives of hers, and on my father's side was the mental illness deal. So it was quite the growing up. You can see why I got a little bit of an edge, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, I just can't imagine somebody, I mean, the the progression that you had of this guy's supposed to take care of me, this guy's supposed to save space, Mm -hmm. to then to a point of watching that person be taken away and go, yep, this is what needs to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. There's a progression there that is like, a continuous breaking down of a brick, and that's just crazy to think about. Seven years old, I looked at the ceiling and went, thank you, God. <laughs> no, I didn't. You not. said, hey, you guys are putting that coat on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, the arms are supposed to go all the way around his body. Is my dad Houdini? What? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do a, he's gonna do a magic trick. He's around all excited. <laughs> phenomenal. What's he going to come out of? So, I mean, this is what I'm saying. All these people that love to be angry and piss and moan and all the rest of it, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Because you know what it did for me? It made me aspire to be 
entertaining, to be nice to people, to be try to be, you know, tell jokes and all that stuff. That's what triggered this whole deal. Because something always triggered. I don't care if it's radio, television, acting, whatever it is. Something triggered you getting into that. Yeah. In your life. There's oh, yeah. No doubt about it. It's that. funny you say that, Tom. True. Because when I took acting classes back at the Children's Theater when I was eight, no big deal. Oh. <laughs> no Our big deal, man. Downtown Minneapolis, you know, I drove my mom drove me every Saturday. Sure. Um, so <laughs> there's another story about that. But they told us, one of my teachers told us, she goes, a lot of you are here because you have daddy issues. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. At the children's oh. Theater? Oh, yes. yeah. And she was like, you guys all want attention because you're lacking it in your yep. home life. And I was like. Phew. I'm pointing to three people and yeah. now four people. Yeah. That's all true. Yeah. And I was like. It is. My dad left home when I was two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I made the comment this past That's weekend about it, about the fact that the reason why I love to act and I love to be, because I can be anybody else You're not but me. me. That's right. Because if I have to be me, it's wrong. Everything I do is is completely backwards. It's being told that for, I mean, even the, the music that I listened to when I was 12, it was like, I remember my dad snapping one of my CDs one time and throwing it out in the yard. And it was like, at that point, point in time you're just told everything you do is bad so you're like oh wait if i'm a pirate i don't have to be me give me that goddamn go. swashbuckle that's, let's do this I, I get it now yes and absolutely. you're like dad please buy me a new snow cd yeah come on <laughs> i let's love go. performer snow patrol yeah. let's go man that's all i have to say so look at all things that people learned have a little tolerance for people not everybody had the you know whispering acres candy ass life that you grew up in mm-hmm you know, that's the part that pisses me off the most when, like, well-to-do people are telling us how we should live our lives. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. You've never been through a, a rough patch in your damn life, but you're going to tell me how to live? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Honestly, Tom, now that you've shared that with us, thank you. Uh, the Rubik's Cube of Tom is starting to, like, click in the comments. Oh, yeah. It's starting, starting to, to make sense now, isn't the it? The more yeah. Tom tells me about things, I always go, yep, and yep. that translates yep. to A, or that translates to B, like, that makes Checks sense. It does. Yeah. It does. And the protection part is the bad part. Yeah, and I also, okay, and I, I'm i not saying that I'm saying this from a really good place. Uh-oh, here and we she, go. she'll say the same thing to me. Tom, you're an asshole. No, no, I won't, because this only applies to Tom. Oh, no. This is why See, told you. it bugs you so much if your kids aren't getting along because you... It drives me nuts. Yeah. Yep. Because I you insist. see the progression of that. And they, they, when I say they don't get along, they might have like a little teeny argument your kids are... They love each other, so I don't mean this by any means. No, I understand but what you're saying. Now I see you go, yeah, I, I have trouble being around my siblings because I revert back to this. And then when you see it's, them fight, you go, tough, oh, yeah. God. And that's why I'm always yep. like, what is, why are you so, well, let them argue a little bit. Like, I argue I more it. with Rudy than I do with that Andy and Alex argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> it's fine. But I, it's interesting. You saying that, I go, and then I didn't know if I should say it, but I was like, God, that is, it makes so much sense. That oh, it bugs yeah. you when when your family isn't like if, if they even have a teeny bit of pass me the pepper let me have it first knock it off yeah I know we got to go to break here but do you think that the only way because I was talking to some, several people over the weekend very very smart people some of them um, don't you think we're going to have to have some leadership that steps up and says look. We are not all alike. We're never going to be all alike. Mm-hmm. Why don't you show respect for people who aren't like you instead of hating them automatically? I don't think we're going to get around this unless we ever come together and say, look, you had your life, I had my life. 
settle down. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the new political game. I think it the is. Oh no game doubt. Is separating people. Yep. Make yeah. Money. A lot of money. Oh yeah. A lot of money making mm-hmm. of people's misery. Mm-hmm. It's always been that way. You know. It, it's just, it is what it is. We've got to take a break here. Be right back, though. There's a bunch of stuff coming up this morning. And I want to think about this during the break. Uh, Rudy, did you ever work with uh, Mark, um, oh, what the hell is his name? Oh, Mark Norman? Uh, I've never worked with Mark, but I've been around him a little bit, yeah. He's brilliant. He's hilarious. He's one of the funniest. In fact, I was just listening to his podcast uh, this weekend oh. doing some yard work. He is very, very funny. Yeah. He is very funny, and he's got an edge like you would. He goes after everybody. Yeah. Which I really enjoy. Yeah. He's, very, he's very funny, though. Yeah, he's one of those guys that if I have nothing to listen to, I will just put on his first record. Yep. Like him, Dave Attell. There's just a few people out there. Caroline Ray's uh, first album. Right. I'll sit and listen right. to those. over. I, I've heard them probably a hundred times each, and they just get better every time I listen to them. Throw a little Richard Pryor in there for me. Ooh, I heard some Richard Pryor this week, and I wanted Ooh. to play for you off air. I couldn't. I, 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 and you know it's good. I could not believe it was 1971. I could not believe what I was listening to. I was blown. Oh, yeah, I know. And and not only what he was saying, but the fact that people were laughing at it. I mean, just freely throwing out the f word. And I'm not talking oh, yeah. about the, the other. I'm talking about the the gay slang word. Oh. Throwing it out and just you and people rolling in the aisles. I was like you would be canceled in a heartbeat if you did that today. What Pryor was trying to do is take words like then the word he used was fag. Mm-hmm. That's just for people who might not know what we're talking about. People like Richard Pryor and several other other comedians and Pryor particularly beat words including the big N into the ground. Sure. So you're going to get sick of me or anybody saying this. So then all these words will have no hurtful meaning anymore. That was his goal. Now, it didn't work, but, yeah. you know, he, I assume he had some fun doing it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. But Definitely yeah, got a brilliant. reaction. Oh, he got a reaction. I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was the best of all time. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. Now with brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. I always say that Brittany's a cool pillow, okay? Cooler than the both sides of that pillow. Boy, what a... Never you know mind. how they say the other side, but in that case, it's cool on both sides. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That's, that's you guys, good. Just you look, guys a, are... look away. Getting it, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get back to the commercial get now. Get back to the commercial. Got... Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA. Comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s right now. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker. In fact, 
Our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You know, I've got to say, I'm feeling fantastic. As you may have heard, I've been following the fat loss program at mnfatloss.com, and I've lost right about 23 pounds so far. I've been following the program for about four weeks now, a little over that, somewhere in there. And I can tell you it feels great to be going into summer having lost the weight in just a few weeks' time. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, to be able to enjoy your summer is huge. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken, along with fresh vegetables and berries, drinking lots of water. No wonder I feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way, no exercise required, to schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover. But part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What's up, man? I Remember like, when radio like people said, intro. What's up, man? Hey, hey, dudes. Hey, yeah, hey, dudes. That's another good one. Oh. Buckle up, babies. Hey, dudes. Nope, mine doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. That was really bad. And I'm horrible. not good at being like, Ugh. Strap in and get ready for the ride. That sounds like you're about to have sex with me with <laughs> a synthetic penis, the way that you said that. <laughs> Strap <laughs> in. <laughs> hey, way to go, Rudy. You walk in and start talking about prior... Smoking the pole, now that's all they'll talk about. Yep. That's Thanks obviously. a lot. Yep. We got peen on the brain. We got peen we got on the strap-ons brain. Strap-ons on the brain. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whoa, that's not where you put it, Allie. <laughs> Whoa, wait, what? In your brain? Yeah. You could. It'll all work out in the end. Um, you were just talking about TikTok and how they should get rid of it and all that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I said that. Yeah, that's, that's why I was looking at you when I said what I said. You were looking down. Well, though. Montana, I think, was it Montana, the state that just banned it? Banned what? TikTok. I don't oh, know. Did, yeah, they did. But yeah. I feel like yep, that's one right. of those headlines because I don't really think. Well, the funny thing about Montana is they're like, don't tell us what to do. And then they're like, we're banning an app. But I found this article. It's in your Tom's News story. I can start it off for you. Uh, Gen Z's are. Oh, so you don't want me to do the article I was going to do? I should do your oh, article. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were referencing the one I sent you. No, don't worry about me. No, do the one. Nope, too late. What? Okay, what do you got? Gen Z teens are so unruly in malls, fed by their TikTok addition, uh, yeah. that a growing number of, are requiring chaperones and supervision. First off, people are going to the mall. Yeah. No, you're right <laughs> about that. Mm-hmm. You know how weird the Eden Prairie Mall is? We have paintball in the mall. Oh, weird. And then we have a virtual reality thing. I'm like, are we selling anything here, or is it just now... Wild. The, the Eden Prairie Mall used to be the coolest mall because they filmed mm-hmm. mall rats there. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that film, Rudy? Oh, I lived that film. Oh, I yes. loved that movie. And, like, there was there was just, like, that mall culture then. You know, like, you when you didn't oh, have yeah. anything to do, you yep. went to the mall. Yep. you go to One Potato 2. You'd wait for Hot Guys outside of Express. Hit up Annie's you, if you had go, some cash. Yep, you go to Spencer's, play with all the stuff, never buy a thing. No. Yep, maybe steal some earrings from Claire's. I didn't do it. I saw people do it. Okay. Yeah. Same. But, yeah, the mall was the place to go and hang out for hours without parental, I don't know, supervision. supervision. Yeah. Now yeah. it's Valley Fair. <laughs> yeah. Send no, but it's there. not anymore. So well, now it's nobody there. As a no. matter of fact, one of my family members told me they went to Southdale over the weekend. Yeah. There was no yeah. one there. Southdale was the first indoor mall. Yeah, and that was, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I was there the other day to look for a pair of shoes and the only place I would go buy them was was shut down. I was like, how can you how can you get people in your mall when you have nothing in the mall to come shop for? Yeah, I know, it's sad. And Eden Prairie's done a good job of like so they added shields recently and that gets people to shields, but you mm-hmm. use it as its own destination. You just mm-hmm. go to shields and then you leave. You don't go walk around the mall after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did a last summer with the baby. I did a lot of mall walking, and it is bleak. It's really bleak, as it a matter of fact. But I've been through this already, you know. I still believe it's the only, the mall, of course, for North Minneapolis was Brooklyn Park, or Brooklyn Center yeah. mall, mm-hmm. right? First one to ever be torn down in America. Oh. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Wow. Let's put one between North Minneapolis and Brooklyn Park, or Brooklyn Center, and watch it just burn to the ground. Ugh. It's just sad. We spent our lives at Mall of America. That's oh, yeah. what we did. Oh, did Constant. You? We'd get yeah. dropped off. And so here was the thing, though. So you know how they had the four corners? If <laughs> yeah. You, 
if you left the main mall area after a certain part, it was like 8 p.m., you had to be 16 plus. They had an officer on every four corner. Oh, yeah. They'd like wait outside of Macy's and just stare at me and my 15-year-old really? friends. Oh, oh yeah. God. And so the key was is after a certain part, you couldn't go in those four corners. So you just lived in like the center, like the rotunda. You had yep. safe spaces. Under, you know, and then as soon as oh, an officer would talk, you're like, all right, we're done for the day. But I, I did get uh, reprimanded one time. I was on the fourth floor and I was 15. <gasps> Past. No, it's on the fourth floor. Perth. That's where uh, uh, Rick Bronson's and uh, the comedy oh, players. Oh, okay. There was like Hooters there. There used to be like clubs. Like, wasn't there a, like a Gators or something? There was something yeah. I used to do a commercial for. It was like Cantina. Cantina Laredo? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there, there were there were bars there though. It yeah. was popping. It was my matter of fact, my brother Troy was a bartender at the was it the Ultimate Sports Bar, I think it was yes. the All American Sports Bar. All American mm-hmm. Sports Bar. Yeah. yeah, Troy was my favorite story is this guy comes in the what was it called? The Ultimate Sports Bar? The all I think it was it was either the Great American Sports Bar or the All American Sports Bar. One okay. of the two. It was, yeah. yeah, it was one of those mm-hmm. deals. So Troy's uh, at the bar and this guy comes in, he sits down, and he goes, Hi, my name is Tom and I uh, want you to know that um, I do the, the morning show on KQRS, and uh, I never pay for my drink, so uh, I'll, I'll plug them for you in the morning. There's no problem there. So said, what do you, my brother goes, well, what do you want? He goes, give me this blah, blah, blah. And he orders a very expensive drink, of course, because if he's going to rip the place off, he's going to do that. So Troy brings the drink to him, uh-huh. and before he gives him the drink, he looks at him and he goes, you know, Tom, you don't look the same. As I've always known you. And the guy goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm Tom Bernard's brother. Oh! And you don't look a whole hell of a lot like my brother. That's so, think of how, how often this. How stupid is that? Well, how often does this guy do this? Oh, he was probably running that scheme for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that happens all the time. Yeah. If, if, I'm sure people tell other people in bars, restaurants, they're you. I, I don't think they tell them they're me because they're not going to get very far, but I have been telling people I'm you, and it's been working Yeah, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I didn't know your hair was so long. I only got punched in the face once for it. I guess, I guess you could do that, though, back in the 90s because you didn't have pictures of you everywhere. No, nobody knew what I looked like. Yeah. Oh, I should mention one thing. Over the weekend, um, well, I got, I'm bringing a couple of people on to talk about because, man, I had a ton of people come up because people know what I look like because of those billboards, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although my brother Tony told me everybody thinks that's him. Oh, really? So that's, <laughs> that's really funny. Yes. yes, I put my brother's picture up there and said, Why not? But I, I, I just, shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. But it uh, a bunch of people over the weekend came up to you. Oh, yeah. And, um, like I said, nobody for years ever recognized me because I didn't go out in public and mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, do any of that stuff. But particularly, like, young men came over and said, well, young women and young men, like, and by young, I'm talking about anywhere from, like, 25 to, or 20 to 35 or 40 or something. Yeah. Right? Which didn't used to happen. They would never, uh, but, but again, nobody ever said hello to me because, you know, but I, I was very, very pleasant. They were, they were very fired up. They're big listeners to the show and... So I wanted to thank all of you because that was that was terrific to talk talk to all of you. It was very nice. That's cool, yeah. It's so cool. I got a bunch of calls this weekend because it was Gogo's birthday and my birthday this week. And so it was I got a bunch of calls. You know what they kept saying? They go, I'm having so much fun listening to the show, but yep. I also love those video clips you guys keep putting up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that never happens to me. I'm like, okay, you know, like it was like, okay, thanks. It happens so often. They're like, Oh, I just have so much fun seeing those little clips mm-hmm. and whatever. I just think I don't know, it's just 
I don't know. This show's fun. Good, good job, Rudy. I know. Well, yeah, that's nice. what it is. Yeah. I never Absolutely. give him credit. That's <laughs> <laughs> all Rudy. It's all Rudy. It that the you know management over at Hubbard told me, you know, Tom, I don't care that you've been in the market for your whole life, blah, blah, blah. It's going to take several months to build the show. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I'm not patient enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no it one is. is. No so, one is. Yeah, so thank you to everybody. You were very, very kind. Not one person has threatened me, so that was good. Uh, Brian wrote in and said, original sports bar, that arcade was epic. It was, yeah. It and was then nice. Aaron wrote in and said, they also filmed Drop Dead Gorgeous in the EP Mall, but called it Mall of America, which oh. I forgot about that. Oh, Eden Prairie, and they called it Mall of America? Ooh. And Drop Dead Gorgeous was so good. Such a great film. Amber, go buy me some smokes. It was his mo- her mom lived in a trailer park, and she's. it was so funny. Would you guys please find me a movie to watch now? Because I cannot find one movie that I give a rat's ass I, about. I watched a show this weekend. Um, shows are different, though. I like shows. I know, but mm. you would hate this because you oh. hate Seth Rogen. Oh, he's so unfunny, human being. It's unbelievable. You hate his laugh so much. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a bad sign when I'm like, I know Tom would hate this. Oh. But it was ve- there was funny enough parts in it that like me and Justin were laughing so hard. Good. What's the movie? Platonic. It's a TV show. Oh, I watched oh, it's a that. TV show. Yeah, yeah. I watched the f- we watched the first two episodes yeah. and we were laughing so hard. There's a part where they're she's walking through. Um, this uh, retirement home and looking at it to buy for her home. Mm-hmm. And at one point, one of the cupboards just opens and he goes, oh my God, thinking it's a ghost. <laughs> we were laughing so hard at that because yeah. it was just like a buildup. It's not like a, it's one of those shows that a lot of it is kind of just setting up and talking. And mm-hmm. then once in a while, there's just funny lines. But I think you you would never get over his laugh because every time I heard it, I go, Tom would hate it. It is is funny though. But those two were in a movie before called Neighbors Mm -hmm. with Zach Efron. So their 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 chemistry is good. Their chemistry is really good. So good. Mm -hmm. That's a great show. And she's like this. Okay, they're like friends from the past. Now she's a super put together mom of three. Boring. Boring. Well, and she he comes back into her world, and they're just chaotic. And they made it really clear in interviews. They're like, don't worry. This is not a story about cheating. This is a story about a man and a woman who are friends. You don't have to have that feeling of, are they going to hook up? It's like, this is platonic. That's why we named it platonic. But I still have that feeling that they're going to hook up when I watch it. That's why I was very thankful that I saw that interview. Because now I throw that out the window and it just reminds me of like my guy friends where I go, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Chris. We don't have any time for you anymore. They just ate it all up. So, you know, what are we going to do? What's up, sister? Hey, everyone. How are you? We're trying to find, because I, uh, uh, my brother Tony told me about the show called A Small Light, which we're watching, which is brilliant, but it's very dramatic and very sad. So I need to find a a comedy to watch. And they're telling me, but it's called Platonic, you said? Yeah, again. But I couldn't do it. He can't handle Seth Rogen's laugh. So then I can't do it. Tom hates it. He's so triggered by it. Oh, it's just. So annoying. I what love a Seth, honestly. Do you really? I've interviewed him a few times and he's actually really sweet. Did you see Platonic at all? I did, yeah. It's a great show. Yeah, I thought it was funny too. Again, it's not like slapstick. It's just has these random jokes in there, are relatable moments where you go, Yeah, I I have friends from my past that when they come back in, chaos ensues. It's perfect. Chaos well, you know what's interesting ensues. too, um, Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Go ahead, Kristen. <laughs> 
No worries. I just was going to say, um, we've just wrapped up the 2022-2023 television season. Mm-hmm. And what they were just like measuring out all the trends of kind of what happened this year. I think one of the most interesting things is that comedy is making a comeback, particularly on Good. broadcast. So they're seeing shows like Abbott Elementary, The Connors, they're all seeing increases in ratings. So I think hopefully that's a trend of what we will see, not only on broadcast, but also in terms of streaming once this writer's strike is over. But I I think that's, you know, things are cyclical and we've been in a a major kind of like drama cycle right now. But I'm kind of excited to see what happens next with comedies. I will tell you what, that Abbott Elementary is a damn good show. And that principal is the biggest, was it Juliet, what the hell's her name? I can't remember the actor's name, but I can't either. But she's she, so funny. She's brilliant on that mm-hmm. show. She is such a pain in the ass. It's unbelievable. It, she would be the worst to work with. It oh God, hilarious. yes, hilarious. <laughs> she she does good stand up actually, because she yeah, came on. She, I just love that the principal has like sixteen side hustles on the show. Yeah, so. yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> she does. It's because that's true. She was pretty good though. She followed Mark Norman, as a matter of fact, on stage, and she was good. Yeah, she is. In fact, I'm wearing the T-shirt of the Comedy Vault. She was just there last oh, okay. weekend oh, at wow. Batavia. Yeah, a friend of mine who runs that place was like, "You have to see her. She's so funny." Yeah, she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of television shows, uh, Kristen, did you watch Barry? Did you watch the ending of it? Um, I did not because I was at the Shania Twain concert. Okay. Oh well. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, well, that don't impress me much. No, that's why. Yeah. Look up. Did you did you watch did you watch did you watch Barry at all? Did you see the series? Um, I did. I just haven't caught up um, on the last couple of episodes. I had to work yesterday. I was actually working on Memorial Day, so um, I have not caught up on the finale. And same with Succession. So (gasps) I'm like, (gasps) oh, you're gonna love Succession. Like, I, I don't know wait. what to do with my life now that Succession is over, you guys. Well, you, you know can... when you are obsessed with a show and, like, then it ends and it's so great, but then you're like, now what? My husband was all like, oh, yeah, Succession fin- finale's here. It's finale's here. I go, Justin, we are so many episodes behind. I don't know why you're acting like we get to watch it. Like, we're like, we have st- we're still hardcore in it. Like, it doesn't matter. F- we have four episodes until oh, we get there. That's easy. Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's, I thought you were like, seasons behind yeah no no, but like we watch one like one every two weeks oh it's so good do you watch that show tom no No. succession isn't it about rich people yeah being a pain in the ass yeah yeah i don't need that okay i'm good (laughs) i feel like that is a hard no it's gonna be an interesting time for hbo though because a lot of people and i saw this kind of commentary after both barry and succession wrapped up because that was their series finale people are like i think i'm good i'm actually canceling my subscription for now so we'll see what happens and whether people are actually tuning in i will probably keep my hbo for a while because uh, and just like that comes back, which is like the most unhinged I know. revival of Sex in the City, and I, it's a train wreck. And I love watching it. Are you a hate watcher? Because that's where I'm at. I'm a hate it. watcher. Yeah, I'm a yeah. hate watcher. I cannot wait to see like what happens with Shay, whichever whom everyone Shay. hated for comedy concerts. I was like, when is stand-up comedy called a comedy concert? <laughs> and Shay, their stand-up is all about just like life lessons that they think that everyone needs to know. And it's absolutely, t- you, Tom, you would die. There's this character named Che, or Che, am I saying it right? Che, it's, I know it's okay. C-H-E. And, uh, oh, so Che Guevara. Yeah, they go up Michael there. Michael Che. Michael Che. They go up there and they will be like, you know what? There's no difference between me and you. And then everyone's like, ah, oh! <laughs> we're like, 
What? Why? This is a what comedy. Is what? It's like it's, it's like so a bad unhinged. Seinfeld it's spinoff. Like, yeah, it's so no, it's not even that. It's like um, God, it's like free to be you and me, but it's supposed to be stand-up comedy, and it's so wild. It's 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 like a. And she's involved with Miranda, who was always like the most uptight character, and they had like I mean some of the scenes last year when they're sitting there hooking up in the kitchen while Carrie, who just had a hip operation, is like going, I have to pee. (laughs) Also, Carrie pee in the bed, big deal. She makes such a big deal about it. I was, I don't know. I'm hoping this season at least is a little more fun, but it's just... Just what like, show is this? This now? is the Sex and the City spinoff that they made a TV oh. show. So it's of. like they're old and they forgot Samantha. <laughs> well, they Basically. also made it like being in your fifties is like you were eighty-five to yeah. like ninety-five, which was really weird. Because um, I think, uh, to me, I still think people who are in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies are still young and thriving. So it's one of those situations uh. that they just made it like everyone should be like in a walker at that point. I'm pretty sure Lori from this other station I work at at my talk has way more sex than I'll ever have. <laughs> and she informs us constantly. So it's, she was pretty pissed off yeah. when they're like, well, now that we're 50, we don't have sex anymore. She's yeah. like, um, excuse me. Well, I was going to say, like, Kristen, you're in LA you. too, right? Kristen, you're in L.A. too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, am. I mean, in L.A., like 50 year olds is like are like 30 year olds, you know? Oh, exactly. You can't tell how old anyone is because everybody has the same Botox face. Yeah. <laughs> you all look alike. We Ooh, do. Yeah. And I mean, the plastic surgery starts younger and younger. So there you go. What else we got coming up? Anything good? Um, no. The, <laughs> no writing, the writer's <laughs> strike. Um, <laughs> This week, honestly, and I'm not kidding, this week is very light because it is officially the end. May 31st is the cutoff for Emmys, which officially ends the 2022-2023 television season. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot of unscripted reality shows debut this week. You know, your Lego Masters, your America's Got Talent. There's a Duggar documentary that's coming out on Amazon Prime this week. Very, very light on scripted. CW has a couple of shows. Um, but honestly, this is the time. If you have your list of shows that you're like, I'm dying to watch. If you haven't watched like Love and Death, if you haven't caught up on The Good Place, Tom, um, or anything else like that, this is the week to honestly sort of catch up because we are going to see a huge summer of unscripted shows coming mm-hmm. our way, unfortunately, because this uh, writer's strike is in week five. The Directors Guild are very far on their negotiations, and their contract officially ends June 30th, and you've got the Screen Actors Guild just behind them. They'll start negotiations June 7th. Uh, is one of their arguing points most of the stuff you write horseshit? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would argue with them. It's like, you want some more money? Well, write better stuff. But there's plenty on TV. There's so much that you haven't seen. And I know that you haven't finished. So this is your mm-hmm. opportunity to sort of catch up on that. I mean, this week is literally like beat Shazam. Are you going to watch America's Got Talent? You're not. No. So you, no. you're going to sit there and go through your queue. Yeah, that's what Catherine and I do. We kind of go through the queue and we just go. There's some great things on television. Some there, there's so many good things. And yeah. I, I really think like kind of like looking at what happened with this television season there's great things to come football is of course the number one show of the year (laughs) yay but right behind that is yellowstone Mm -hmm. so we're starting to see the streamers really um get up there in the ratings cbs all of their procedurals all of the chicago procedurals those are the shows that are still 
drawing the viewers. So everyone's going to have to kind of like go back and see like what else they can be innovative with since there is time um, with the writer's strike. Hopefully people are generating ideas while they're on the picket line. So people are trying to like like load up on reality shows right now in Hollywood, basically, because they don't have writers. So like what fall schedule is completely unscripted. So 100 percent, except for on Wednesday nights, they are doing the Abbott Elementary repeats. That's it. Um, so we won't see any new scripted series on ABC until midseason, which will be January. Tom, what reality show would you do? <gasps> reality yeah. show? Yeah, if you what? had you gun to your head, what okay. reality show would okay. you we've got? Yeah. We've got Real World. We've Dancing got... with the Stars. Ooh, 90 Ooh. Day Fiance. Oh, no, no. How about the cooking one? What if you did Top Chef? Like... Chopped. <gasps> nope. Chopped. <sighs> how about... Um... You can be a husband on, like, Real Housewives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would watch Catherine. Real Housewives of Edina. I would watch Catherine on Real Housewives. That would be so good. You wouldn't be the husband. Come on. Be a supportive husband. What? You'd Mets. be the cool husband that all the other wives wanted to be their husband. And also, you'd be like, buzz off. And then yeah. go sit and watch TV. <laughs> yeah, he would walk so into the frame. Funny. I mean, he would, he, Tom, you could totally be Ken Todd and be like, oh! I heard that, our, <laughs> that Raquel was in the hot tub with Scandal. I can't believe that Raquel slept over. <laughs> it was in the hot tub. Tom, you wouldn't pick one, pick one reality show. That I've you never watched one, so I didn't even know what to pick. You Beach. wouldn't try to cook. Beach Shazam. It'd be, watch, it'd be amazing to watch yeah, you on Beach Shop. Shazam. Beach Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> on Beach Shazam. That don't impress me. Jesus. <laughs> that's all I need. Cars. No, I don't, I, don't, so I don't watch those shows, so I don't know anything about any of them. Oh. Well, Dancing with the Stars, you'd have to rehearse and dance. <gasps> yeah. Undercover boss. <gasps> yes! Undercover boss! Oh, my gosh. You can sit in here with a beard, and I'd act like I didn't know it was you. <laughs> You know what we got to do, Rudy, next time? <laughs> we have these two in studio. Mm-hmm. We have to convince them their mics are on. They don't have to yell. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, God, the whole show so far. Oh, my God! It's like, Jesus. <laughs> Would you calm down? Okay, you're going to be excited. That's it. You can come in. I, no, he has to do Real Housewives. Like, come on in and be like, calm oh, down. I know. Jesus. It's so they get all whipped up. I know. Below deck. You can go yeah. oh, on a vacation. I've never heard of any of these shows even. I got then no trust idea. trust us. Oh. Trust us. We're here for your own good. Oh, uh-huh. Below deck. You'd be so good on that, Tom. All you have to do is just be on a cruise ship with your family and eat food. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Request something ridiculous. Be like, I won't eat it until I have the lobster float in from Australia. You, s- you call this mango salsa? Get out of here. I have a question for you. Um, you guys ever been on a cruise? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Of course. I've been on a couple of them, and both of them made me never want to go on a cruise again. Oh, yeah. I don't like them. I no, hate I them either. now. Why didn't you like them? Um, I liked them the first maybe one or two, but I felt, first off, I felt very uncomfortable about the staff because I felt like they weren't getting treated right and they're all from the same country or whatever, you know, like a small, like, not socioeconomic doing well country. So it feels like slavery kind of, you know, so that's already icky. And then, like, the food is, like, kind of not great quality and you're stuck on the boat. So it's just, and, like, the culture is just, like, eat and do nothing. And just be like served. Yeah, I hated what? it. And yeah. why did you not like it, Tom? Because you got hit by a uh, hurricane. But <laughs> other than that, did you see the carnival ship over the weekend that walked into the hurricane? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Into the hurricane. I mean, people were. Oh my gosh! Like rooms, rooms are flooding. Filled with water. Mm-hmm. It was the Titanic. Yeah, 
Remember that those three storms that came, what was that, the great storm? Those three storms that came together just east of New York. Remember those? Yeah. There was a yes. tornado, there was a hurricane, and there was some snowstorm, or whatever the hell yeah. it was. Yeah, I forgot Trifecta. they called it, yeah. Well, the one that came up from the south was the one that went right over our ship. Oh, my oh, God. No. And eventually collided with the other ones up by, I think it was Massachusetts or something like that. So, and again, you have to, I've never been on a cruise. Could you feel it in your room? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would make me Oh, yeah. It's loud. Yeah. I mean, if you watch, if you want to scare yourself, watch some of the videos on TikTok from what happened over the weekend, and you will see people, like the bartenders, like, they're holding, like, sodas and drinks from falling, oh. and everything's just flying everywhere. One woman said she was, like, tossed with the mattress from her bed, and then water started pouring into yeah. her cabin. Yeah, like, their cabins were flooding with water. Oh, that's yeah. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not good. No control. And she said we were without, for over 24 hours, like, without any type of Wi-Fi, any type of service to contact people. Obviously, the ship had radar and things like that, but I just think they felt so out of control being there in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah. Sure, you got no Oh, control. I hate that. But I, I just, um, the second one I went on was good. We, we, we took a cruise to Cuba, which was great. Oh, From it was so fun. Mm-hmm. The moment we left to the moment we got back, it was phenomenal. Do you guys mm. get like a big room or do you get, is everything pretty small? Every, everything is so expensive. So if you get a big room, you're spending like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's true. And did you go with the whole family or was it just you and Catherine? It was just me and Catherine. Yeah, we went with a bunch of friends. A bunch of friends yeah. we got together and went. And the Cuban people couldn't be any nicer. No, yeah. I understand they're working you to sell you stuff. I mm-hmm. understand that. But they're very, very pleasant people. Uh, it's in rough shape. The buildings are falling over. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad. Except for, of course, the palatial area where things are magnificent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do people put up with that? I will never understand. The high highs and the low. That was the oh, one. Yeah. Was it like in yeah. Kuwait? When we were in Kuwait. That yeah. was exactly what it was like. Nobody in between. No. It's Haiti. Haiti was like that for oh, me. God. Yeah. 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 That All was right. really. What struggling. else you got, sister? Um, you know, I, I have to do a segment this week on Celine Dion. I don't know if you've been following. She just yeah. canceled her world tour. But um, from what it looks like, she is probably done touring and performing. Forever? Forever, ever? Yes. Um, so, um, she, you know, she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, which sounds, you know, just like this random kind of like made up illness, but it's a mm-hmm. rare neurological disease. Essentially, it's affecting her vocal cords. But at any point, you can all of a sudden just have kind of a, a, a symptoms like kind of strike out of nowhere because it can be triggered by loud noises. Like as a singer, like how do you not hear a loud noise at a concert or things like that, you can suddenly fall over because it affects the spinal cord. Um, but it is progressive and it is incurable. Oh. Yeah. So really sad. So while she's been trying to, you know, obviously work on her health, um, it is likely that she won't perform again unless there's some sort of treatment that comes forward at some point. It is considered um, an immune autoimmune disorder, but it's one of those that it's so rare that they just don't have a lot of people working on the research and, and, any type of medication really to help her out with it. You know, she can sing a little bit. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> no. God, what a right now she singer. can't. Uh, God, a, a lot of her part. songs, Tom, were written by David Foster, who is one of the Real Housewives husbands. Oh, so, so I better get over there. I'm just saying, it's Alyssa. all tying back to Real Housewives. Yes. And Alyssa. don't try and sing at David Foster's house when he is singing. Oh, um, a listener wrote in that they said that they think you should be on Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> and put up with their what about crap. Amazing race. Oh, amazing race would be funny because you would. I. I. You can get eliminated. 
I have uh, no idea what you guys are even naked, talking naked about. Naked and alone. I've never heard naked of any of these shows. Oh, not like your dream situation. <laughs> oh, naked and alone is just me every I know. night. <laughs> I want to see him on Top Chef, Top Chef Junior like with the kids. No, he'd get worked. I would get worked. We'd all get worked. I watch Top Chef Junior, and they are too good still. Boy, look at the time. I'd love to stay in schmooze, but, you know. All right, we will talk to you. Uh, oh, we'll talk to you later on today with the family. Yes, I'll see you guys later. Thanks Good to see you, Allie. Looking Bye. forward to it. Okay. We'll take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Ray Eric will be live in studio with us right at 8 o'clock. Well, as a matter of fact, right after this break. Sounds good to me. Tom Bernard here. Consider me your doctor of throttle therapy on and off the water. Cruise water and luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy more sunsets on the water. Entertain the kids and just float all summer long. It all starts at the lodge. The Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons and fishing boats are in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at the Power Lodge, as a matter of fact. I used to live on a lake in Golden Valley, and I can tell you it's a great life. Even if you don't live on the water, though, it can be just as much fun when you take your boat and trailer to experience the fun of an afternoon on any one of our 10,000-plus Minnesota lakes. Enjoy the best days of summer with friends in a brand-new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Miller Marine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer on the planet. My friends at the family-owned and operated Power Lodge brought Miller into their family. And so, here's a throttle therapy prescription from your buddy, Tommy B. Go to PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com and get on the water. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone, what if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, and what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone, Restrictions apply. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been our partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. For powerful HP tech your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off all HP laptops regularly priced $599.99 and above with the Staples Connect app. Plus, this week only, the HP OfficeJet 9015E Wireless Color Inkjet Printer is $70 off. For the best deals on the best HP tech for your small business, shop Staples. In-store only. Excludes Chromebooks and clearance. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. 
goes a long way. Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> There's this guy here, and I fought the idea. I, I bought an extra lock for the door. <laughs> None of it worked. First year we worked together, Ray. Uh, what's that? What was the first year we worked together? Uh, 1991. 1991. That's phenomenal. Yeah, Two years ago. Yeah, 91. A little closer there. Isn't it just fantastic? I have no mic manners anymore. I don't talk <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, 30, so 31, 32 years. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That whole experience, and that's one thing i got to make very, very clear to people, that, you know, once that shithole took over, it changed everything. But... For the first 31, 32 years, it was phenomenal. Had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Highest rated radio station in America. Did you, did you ever know? They never told me that, by the way. People <laughs> well, no, they'd outside, have to pay you more. Yeah, exactly. They never told me how, how successful the entire radio station was. Because that station, from morning till, till night, it, everybody listened to it. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, a, it was really, a, it was lightning really struck there for quite a while, too. I mean, it was quite a few years. Of... It's only three, four decades. <laughs> well, you, you had Tom in the morning, then you had Wally, right? Wally, I miss Wally, Wally so Walker. Much. And then it was Ray Eric, right? Well, I, you know, I did overnights for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. May Young and I split them up. Yep, the I nice thing that. was, though, I never May. worked. I was May. always full time, though. I never worked in part time radio. Industry. Right. I was always right. so. It was that's right nice. up. They, that's you know they they actually took care of my you know people that worked late at night you mm-hmm. know and with benefits and everything that that's so unheard of nowadays. Yeah. In radio. Yeah. But, uh, it was great. I mean, I did that for a couple of years, but then landed in afternoons two to seven uh-huh. for fourteen right. of my years. And then who did right. the nights? Lisa Miller. Uh, it was Mindy Collins for a while. Mindy uh-huh. did, yeah. Uh, then I did it for a while. And then well, Lisa last, went, but last, last but Lisa Miller, when I was doing afternoons, was on evenings. Okay. I did last mental work. I forgot. Oh, good grief. He was uh, there before I was the first. No, he was in. He was a promotion guy when I But he was, not, he was on the air, but uh-huh. not, so he didn't have his own shift. Yeah, he had a six to ten for a few years. That That's was in what the I late, thought. That was yeah. in the late 80s. That's what I thought. And then he moved into the promotion right. side of it. Hey, Ray, go ahead and get real up on that mic, my man. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Then I, well, then i got to move I, my chair because I'm yeah, leaning well, down. I'll trade you out with a different mic yeah, after the break. Yeah, the mic's we'll, too low. Yeah, it's just we'll, too low. Can I just get it? All right. Yeah, there. Oh, there All right, I'm going to lean into it yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Get a seat at the table, Ray Eric. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these headphones, too, are really light. I'm so used to having yeah. you know, yeah. radio yeah. guy headphones where I'm really cranking them, but they're almost feeding back on the air. That's the way I usually run them. So. So for new listeners, Ray, Eric, and I worked together back in that. Well, you worked with Ray too. Oh yeah, I love her. I've, I mean, I followed you. Go on you. and on about it now. Just no, say I... yes, Tom. Yes, yes, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you yes, Tom? Yeah. yeah it... Go ahead. Sorry. 
I was gonna say is I was really lucky because I was really nervous about going on air. So Ray let me follow him a couple times. I was sitting there with a little notebook watching him. Like, mm. like I mean, that was. I loved working with Ray. That's it was always so sweet. And you know, too, there's so many negative people when you walk into studio who are like, what do you, whatever. Ray was always Mr. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to do that. I loved working so with Ray. So you never threw headphones at her or anything like that? Uh, no. They were uh, attached to the wall, so they uh, uh, back. No, down, they just boomerang back and hit me with yeah. backlight. That <laughs> oh, was so lovely. It was quite the place, though. There's no question about it. The back in the day, and I still remember it, it was like, April 10th or something, 1986, I get a call from Hammy. I'm living in New York. We just found out we're going to have a baby. I'm like, I can't live in New York if we're going to have a baby. What the hell am I going to do? I'm thinking about this. And literally, I'm on the phone with Catherine. I'm like, honey, I'm going to have to get a job in Minneapolis or do some damn thing because I can't can't raise a child. 20th 20th Street and 2nd Avenue, not where you want to raise a child, you know? So the great thing about that is I literally, literally put the phone down on the cradle back when you had a receiver and a cradle. Yeah. Because it was, you know, almost 40 years ago now. But I literally put the phone back down in the cradle. It rang and it was Hamilton going, hey, do you want to do the morning show at KQ? I went, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was just the weirdest thing of all time. Well, you know what? I'm going to kind of parallel that story a little bit because the day that I got the word from Hamilton that I was going to come in I was on the schedule for a weekend Mm -hmm. because we'll give you a try I hadn't even met the man but he said I got you on the schedule come in and do a Saturday and a Sunday show we'll meet up next week sometime I said okay cool hung up the phone and then I got a call uh get to the hospital my daughter was being born Oh my God! How oh, great is that? That's so, so wow. that's crazy. a big day, man. Yeah. So uh, she was born on yeah Christmas Eve of ninety, and I ended up starting KQ the first week of January of ninety one. And now she's Jewish. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> she's so annoyed. Yeah, that's yeah. coming in on Christmas that's Eve. That's true. Hey, Ray, you and I worked together for a long time, and I remember the first story you ever told me. Was there? I, I, I get it wrong every now and again, but wasn't there a thing that happened with you and Paul McCartney? When Paul McCartney had asked you or like a friend of yours, hey, we're going to do a, sh- I'm going to bring my wife on stage, but just make sure she doesn't go out into the main monitors. So only let her hear herself in the playback monitors, but don't put her in the house so that the crowd can hear. Wasn't that you? Ooh. Well, I had, the, I had the audio and that was, that's pretty much in a nutshell what I understood the background or, you know, backstory was on mm-hmm. that audio. And uh, <laughs> you're talking about Linda McCartney on yes. Hey Jude. Yes, yes, yes. Better, 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 better. Oh, but I, God, I just it loved was it. Horrible. Ah, <laughs> ah, that is horrible audio, man. Na na na. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And now she's no longer with us. Hey, but that my McCartney encounter later though was an awful lot better than that. Was the that real what? McCartney encounter. I, I again got a call from Hamilton. He said, "Hey, you want to, you know, interview McCartney?" And I said, "Yeah." So he goes, "Yeah, but he's going to call in during your show later. But his people want to talk to you ahead of time, and oh, they want to give you the rules. Mm-hmm. You know? So they're going to call you around noon. You know, just expect a call if you don't recognize the number." And so, pick it up. Just some guy. Hey, is this Ray Eric? I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Hang on a second. Hey, Ray." Paul McCartney. He gets on himself and starts telling. He calls me on my cell phone just to say, you know, the big rule was I I had to cut him off. He Mm. wasn't going to, I could let him roll. I had him for as long as I wanted, but I had to act too busy for him. That was the only rule. 
Oh, wow. so goes, like there were no topics you couldn't discuss. He was going through a nasty divorce at the time too, with the the gal with the wooden leg. It was remember that? Yeah. And she was trying to take him to the cleaners or something. Uh-huh. No, really? none of that was off yeah. limits. He just said, "You cut me off." Okay. Yeah, so I thought he was getting and that was all this stuff in the news. I thought I'm not going to touch any of it, which I didn't. No. And uh, it was great, but I only aired like, and I was told you can hear like two minutes of it. I, I what? Had him, yeah, I had him. I had him for like two ten, minutes. I, and I was told cut the thing down because it's afternoon drive. You keep it short. Yeah, you got to make space for the morning all the commercials. Show. I had McCartney, but this, you're not doing the morning show. Just I have keep... a question for you. Yeah. Why didn't they take your audio and play it on the morning show? You know, because we had a machine that. I didn't master it, so in order for oh, me to cut okay. it down to air it, right. I lost all the rest <gasps> of it. Yeah. So all that went off into space, and I never had all the stuff that went up on the floor. I never oh. got it back. What but, are you going to so do? It was down to like two minutes of bam, 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 bam. And I remember Tom airing. You did air a little bit of it. That, mm-hmm. that finished product, I remember your, your comment was, Ray sounds scared as hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did. That's but it was true. so funny. I can still remember he's like... <clears throat> Uh, you could hear motorcycles. He had motorcycles uh, escorting him in a limousine through oh, downtown. Geez. Oh, of And he goes, I have uh, outriders. I should have this in London. And we're driving by the Metrodome, home of your Minnesota twins. <laughs> How wild. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. That he is I told wild. him, I said, I've never talked to a knight before. And he goes, oh, I can tell you're quaking in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> quaking. That's one of my best moments of working there. You know? I was trying to think of the guy who in it because I was supposed to interview him on the morning show when I don't. That was a long time ago, and at the last minute, I got a call from my wife saying Andy's sick. You got to go pick him up from school. So I told Paul McCartney's people, "Sorry, I can't do the interview because I have to go pick up my son." It's like it's Paul McCartney. I said, "My son is sick." Yeah, but it's Paul McCartney. I said, "Let me tell you one more time. My son is sick. Goodbye." And he did. He got really pissed off at me about that, because apparently nobody had ever turned down an interview with him before. But my kid's sick. I'm not yeah. going to talk to you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's like John. Bitter, the thing anyway. is, that probably Paul would have never done that. It's his people. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's always right. people's yeah, people, and they're always very like they've like you said. They've only here. How can we make it work? How can we? so when they're like, well, what? Mm-hmm. The Ringo story is even better, baby. I'm interviewing Ringo. He's in London. We're over at the queue. All of a sudden, the line goes dead. I'm like, God damn it. We lost Ringo. Because I loved Ringo. He was a great guy, right? Two minutes later, he calls in on the request line. What? (laughs) What? How did he even get that? I have no idea. I suppose you just call the operator. Do you have a request line for KQRS? That's wild. He literally called in on the request line. And I can't, I think it might have been Brent R. Wilcox. So, oh, it was a long time ago. So this is before you could go grab it online, like Google, KQRS. Mm, like, yeah, how the yeah. hell did he get it? He just called called information, I suppose. Wow. But, yeah, he, he honestly got Brent R. Wilcox, I think it was. He said, Tom, Ringo's on the phone. I'm like, oh, you got tracked him down. He goes, no, he's calling in on the request line. He <laughs> also know. wants to hear the Beatles. Know, he wants right? to hear some Beatles music. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have Octopus's Gardener, Tom? Do you have that? <laughs> Also, shocking that Brent answered the request line during the morning show. Because as somebody who was in charge of the phones during your morning show, uh, that's a lot. What? You're called constantly. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Nonstop. Nonstop. That's, that's one thing I missed true. about the the earlier days of radio. The, the request line was hot and moving, and people called places. They yeah. They yeah. don't mm-hmm. call yep. studio lines much no. anymore. No. So. No, they really don't. No. Do they? got down to the, you know, at the end, it's like four or five of the same old regulars with the same thing to say. 
Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that? You bring that up kind of by coincidence because I just noticed it, that we had a three-day weekend. And over the three-day weekend, I got 8 billion emails, but one phone call. Isn't that a One phone call in four days. Right. It just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. call you anymore. No. That's weird. And, and they almost sound like they're a, a little shocked when they answer the phone like it was an accident. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it when you're texting with someone and then you try to call them and they don't pick up and it's like, I know oh, yeah. you're on your phone oh, right yeah. now. I know. You and I call a lot. Yeah. We, we, we actually, Brittany and I talk a lot. So, well, a yeah. lot. Yeah. Because oh, she's in much. Chicago. Yeah. So I constantly feel like, all right, I better check in with Allie. And I'm so invasive. I've, I'll throw a FaceTime up there. So I'll get like a half-naked alley. She's like, I'm answering, but I can barely move the phone, okay? Yeah. I'm not decent. But I remember I remember working nights just to go back to the calling thing. And the people that would call were just, and Rudy can attest to this, just this one group of people, drunk ice fishermen. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge demographic yeah. right there. Yeah. Yep. Big yep. demographic. And it'd be like, what are you guys doing tonight? And would be like, oh, we're just drinking some beers, fishing, you know, just fishing, just listening to the radio. And they would call in like three times yeah. an hour just to check in, oh, yeah. make sure their song was going to get played. What are the pumpkins coming on? Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, that was a huge group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big group, big group. It was always the ice fishermen, or you'd pick it up and you'd go, you have a collect call from Stillwater Pen. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was always those one. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. it depends on my mood. I'm like, all right, let's see. What, what do you want from me? This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.